When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. with Teddy. Now, here is your host, Teddy Allen. Hey, everybody. Thank you all for joining us on the podcast. We're here with Matt Miller and Lane Burroughs. They are two of our baseball coaches. Hello, guys. How we doing? There we go. (laughs) So whether you're Matt Dillon, Matt Williams, Matt Carpenter, Matt Stairs, you remember those guys? Um, Matt McConaughey, Matt Locke. Welcome and thank you for taking time to join us. Guys, uh, y'all go to UTSA this weekend. The Bulldogs are currently 12-5, and five, opening up conference play. We'll go to Matt first, who's our resident northern person from Indiana, Illinois. Illinois, right outside okay, Chicago. Start, yeah. <laughs> started with an eye. We're so glad you've been down here all this time. Of course, former uh, Friday night star and our associate pitching coach. Uh, What's the difference between what we just got through doing our 17 games and now it's a different ballgame in it? Yeah, uh, it's a different perspective from the coach's side, of course. As a player, uh, you know how hard it is uh, pitching-wise. But as a coach, um, seeing it from the outside and in the dugout and uh, when pitchers struggle a little bit, you kind of get frustrated, but I, I've been in their shoes before, so it's kind of hard to uh, to get mad at them, um, but it's been good. How do you think your staff's looking so far, Coach Burroughs? Unbelievable. We have a great coaching staff. always am a true believer in surrounding yourself with men above reproach and uh, people smarter than, than yourself, and I've done that. Matt's a stud. Cooper's done a great job. Obviously, Mitch Gaspar's been outstanding, and can't forget Pablo and our managers. 
hey, we look at all of them as being part of the coaching staff. So, uh, Matt Miller, uh, he he could probably give you a little um, he still memory memory of his last start at San Antonio. We were actually talking about it last night. He was our Friday night guy, and he gave us a a, a one inning start on. Uh, that Friday night, we ended up winning the game. I believe I can't remember. Did we lose the first inning? We we lost yeah. the first. Nobody sure wants to remember that. So I thought I'd bring that up for well, Matt, old time sake. Talk, talk about that first inning. What happened? To be honest, <laughs> he just uh, shook his hand. From what I from from what I remember, I had a really good bullpen and I felt really good. And then that first inning, uh, I couldn't throw the ball over the plate. I was throwing it about fifty-five feet or throwing it over Chris Clayton's head. And uh, next thing you know. Uh, Casey Sullivan, my roommate at that time, came in and uh, he saved the day, and I think we ended up winning a barn burner uh, that Friday night. Uh, well, let's talk about how hard the game is to play real quick because Matt's a guy who struck out three for every one he walked during That's his right. career yep. at Tech. And yet, like last night, y'all were at, uh, Nor- at ULM, and their starter couldn't come close to finding it. 40 pitches That's later, right. I think he's down four or five eggs. Now, you, Matt, of course, you're glad that Tech is scoring, but as a fellow pitcher, you looking out there thinking, man, I know how you feel. Yeah, yeah well, Cade uh, Gibson kind of uh, gave us that in the, uh, the last inning and made things interesting. Uh, he's been uh, one of, if not our best pitcher up to this point of the year, and uh, he got two quick outs in the ninth and then walked two and hit a guy and uh, made things interesting, but we came away with it. So it's always interesting, and uh, I feel for those pitchers at times. It's it's a hard game to play. It looks easy, and that's why even in Little League, parents will say, you know, be yelling, and you want to just tell them, guys. It's, it is a very it's hard, hard game to play. Okay, 8-4 of the Bulldogs beat ULM last night. Big first inning, then hold on. Um, today is Wednesday, the 16th of March. Y'all will leave tomorrow to go to San Antonio. We'll, we'll get to that specifically in a minute. But last night in the 8-4 win, uh, your boy Walker Birchfield had a couple of taters. We've talked about pitching. Talk about Birchfield, who's a new face uh, in the dugout. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's hit since he was a little kid. Since you, I always have a theory, when you, if you hit when you're 9, guys that hit when they're 20, they probably hit when they were 7 and 12 and 15 and so on. He is one of those guys. His BP has been unbelievable. Matt will tell you, uh, he just barrels up balls, hits them in the gap, hits them out of the ballpark, and – uh, he's shown he's got power, and uh, he got the start last night. One thing about Walker, I said this on post game last night, he can really evaluate balls and strikes. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds easy and elementary, but he does a great job of, of, of swinging at strikes and not swinging at balls mm-hmm. out of his own, and he'll draw you a walk. And uh, He has really good at-bats for us, and his, his average may not show it, but his at-bats are competitive. He is a hard worker, and he's in it to win it. He loves Louisiana Tech, and – he got into two last night, and he also got a th- almost got a third one. The wind had shifted on us. It went from blowing out left to blowing out right. He got a pitch away and uh, drove it to right field and took the guy up against the wall. So uh, three really good at-bats last night from Walker. And if I recall, the two that he hit were pretty much no-doubters. Uh, you mentioned about how he's good with plate discipline, and that's good if you're a hitter. Matt, if you're a pitcher and you miss right where you wanted to throw it, but three inches off the plate and the guy doesn't swing, what does that do to you? Uh, it makes you frustrate a little bit, <laughs> uh, especially uh, depending on the lineup. I mean, there's tough teams you uh, pitch against, and, uh, you know, they uh, they make you battle, and they get your pitch count up, and that can uh, that can uh, get you out of the game in the fourth inning. So it's frustrating at times. Yeah, and when Coach Burroughs said, you know, balls and strikes, he's got to get out for that. It sounds like such a simple deal, but all of baseball yep. does sound simple is to actually start executing it. Uh, Birchfield's one of the guys who's vied for the 
for the uh, designated hitter spot, of course, he's the infielder, big kid from Clinton, Mississippi, went to Hines Community College and went to Tulane now, has wound up here in his fourth year uh, in college baseball, 6'2", 235. Clinton High, do you know what their colors are? You should probably know. Yeah, they're colors. red and black. They're, I know. They're, they're the, I you know, know what their mascot is? Arrows. They're the arrow. Arrow. Oh, arrow. Well, so, I missed that one. Well, yep. I know. I don't know why okay. they're not more than yeah, more than one. I went to college in Clinton. I know all. Yeah, I figured. Things. Well, ask yeah. Birchfield why it's arrow. It's like the Stanford is the cardinal. That's right. The and cardinal. It's the not cardinal. plural. It's, it's not right. many of those. So ask hmm. Birchfield. I know. So hmm. And some famous people from uh, from Clinton are uh, Cam Akers. Cam Akers. He just was, won a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Uh, Ted uh, DiBiase. The rest of the million dollar man. <laughs> see, no, we used not. to see, when I was in college, <laughs> yeah, we would actually see Ted DiBiase in Blockbuster every now and then. He'd be trying to find a, I'm telling a you. A good wrestling and his play. son, his son went to Mississippi College, played soccer, and became a professional wrestler. He was a lot younger than me. But, yeah, the million-dollar man. Yeah. It was That's nothing to see him in town uh, in Clinton, Mississippi. Yep. Probably try to get a little romance, a little rom-com to Probably watch. Probably rom-com. Yeah, his wife, yeah. Uh, Barry Hanna's a writer we yeah. both know. Mark but he was born in Meridian, Barry Hanna, my just hometown. Moved, he just was moved to Clinton. To He's a Mississippi College graduate. He's down on the Mississippi people. Next time we do a podcast, we're going to talk about northern people, okay. man, so you could get in on some of this. Okay, UTSA, you kind of, you've said before, Coach Burroughs, that you've got to kind of bring your own juice. Yeah. Meaning? Well, when you go to San Antonio, it's not a it's not the biggest stadium. They're playing surface. They're field very nice. Uh, they do a great job of keeping it up, but it's – they don't have many uh, stands, and it's uh, you got to create your own environment. And uh, I think they play that to their advantage, and they have a really good team. And uh, last year I thought they were one of the better hitting teams in our league by far, a uh, lineup that was really hard to navigate through. It seemed like and we played them five straight times. We ended the year with them, then opened up the tournament with them, played all close games, and uh, the – Opening tournament game was the longest tournament game in Conference USA tournament history. I so forgot about that. Hunter hit the walk off, but mm. uh, very good offensive club and and uh, yeah, they they play that to their advantage and they beat Stanford there about ten days ago on a Monday and uh, we got our work cut out for us. We need to be ready to go. This is their opening league game too. Yes, everybody. So that's everybody's right. egg and egg. Now bring that up because the Bulldogs may be a little bit spoiled. We're sitting in the visitors dugout right now because. Uh, it's shady here, and it's a beautiful Wednesday. Uh, Bulldogs leave tomorrow to go to San Antonio. But this place has really been alive for y'all since it opened last year. I think y'all ate lunch today with the former Bulldog, Cole Patterson, who's an avid, very avid fan. Yes. And there's a lot of those around here. I don't know if people understand the difference it makes, but if you'll comment on that from a coach's perspective and you, Matt, from a player's perspective. It's incredible. And I, I don't, again, I don't, it's just like you get two strikes on a hitter, and it happened last night at Monroe. We had a lot of fans there. And, uh, a, a pitcher gets two strikes on a guy, and they start clapping. They get on their feet, stomping. It makes a difference. It made a difference last night. Uh, Matt was talking about Cade in the ninth, but he ended up striking out all three guys. And our, our fans that were still there were on their feet, and uh, he strikes out the last guy. Uh, they just lift us up. I mean, I don't know if they realize that, but uh, and it plays into the other team that the dugout we're sitting in right now. They can feel it. Here they come. Here comes their fans. And, and uh, it lifts up the coaches. It lifts up the players. And uh, they, they are really – our 10th man. I don't want to sound too cheesy or corny there, but they are our 10th man and, and they help us. Uh, they've helped us through many a games and uh, brought us brought us through and basically said, you're not losing tonight. You're going to win this game. Yeah. And I bring it up again just because 
I can't explain to fans how much it means to for y'all to be in the ballpark for these guys playing. Matt, last night it's cold, it's wet. Y'all got a four hundred eight. They got the bases loaded. Uh, Cage got, I think, 0-2 when he hits the guy. Yep. Maybe y'all are trying to throw a breaking ball in on him or something, and it gets away. But then, I, I guess there were guys on first and second. But anyway, it, it, the the fans, he hears that. You yeah, hear that absolutely. When you're on the bump. Yeah, as a player, I mean, uh, you're hearing the atmosphere, the energy they bring, and. Uh, uh, as a player, I mean, that, that's what lifts you up, as Coach Burroughs says. I mean, the support um, and knowing that they're behind you and um, supporting you no matter the outcome of the game or the pitch or the at-bat or whatever, um, as a player, that's comforting. And uh, we're appreciative of that. Um, me as a player, former player, and then now as a coach, I mean, last year, I remember the one game when conference tournament with uh, Southern Miss, we're down 8 to nothing, And... Um, not one fan left, and you know we we chipped away. Kate Hodges kept us in that game, and uh, the fans uh, they kept the energy, and we uh, we uh, built off that and ended up uh, walking them off, and uh, that's something special about this place. Um, earlier this year, so it's a nothing really kind of midweek game against LSU in February. It's a cold, wet Tuesday, Wednesday night, and there were I don't know how many thousand people were here. It was slammed. And I thought they'd all leave by the sixth inning, no matter what happened. Yeah. Fifth or sixth, they're gone. Appreciate y'all coming. <laughs> they had not left, and y'all had a, what, five, six, seven-run lead in the game, and everybody stayed till the very end. It makes a difference. Okay, Bulldogs uh, can be seen here. They'll be gone for this weekend, but and they'll be gone a couple days next week. But March 25th through 27th, they'll be playing here against FIU. Got a Dallas Baptist on that Tuesday night. Then y'all will be going to Southern Miss. But then you get six games in eight days starting April 5th. So there's plenty of time, plenty of ball to see out here at the Love Shack. This weekend you can listen on the radio Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Bulldogs playing at UTSA. The trip is y'all will leave when, Coach? We'll leave tomorrow morning after we lift weights. We'll uh, give them about an hour to get their stuff together, and we'll get on the bus about 8 or 9 o'clock and head that way. And that'll be about eight hours? That's right. And yeah. Matt, stop and eat somewhere? Or yeah. The, we'll stop in Waco uh, for lunch and uh, get back on the road. Y'all have been on some plenty of bus trips. We all have been. Tell me a couple of trips that you'd like to forget. First one that comes to my <laughs> mind was... My junior year, my second year here at Tech, uh, we fly to Charlotte, I believe, uh, and then we have to bus three hours to Marshall. This is going to be mine, too. And uh, It must have been a bad trip. Yeah. Marshall, Marshall's playing two hours away from their campus in Beckley, West Virginia. They didn't have a on-campus Correct. field. And we're playing at some summer league field, and uh, we get there, and uh, we don't even practice that Thursday night. And so it kind of gets you out of your routine, me especially as a starting pitcher. Um, and Friday, we actually play a day game on that Friday, and it's freezing cold up there. And uh, luckily we ended up uh, beating them pretty good Friday night and ended up um, sweeping them that weekend. Mm-hmm. But the bus ride back, we had to drive three hours again, and one of the buses didn't have air conditioning. So we had half our players in one bus with the air and half without the air, and the one without the air, all the guys were hanging out with their shirts off and whatnot and uh, trying to stay cool as best as they, they could. But that, that's one of those trips that comes to my mind immediately that, that was pretty rough. That trip, Matt forgot to tell you, when we landed in Charlotte, the bus taking us to Beckley didn't have air, and it was like 80 degrees. This is no lie. Mm-hmm. And we opened up the windows, and I look back, and our whole team's – they, they're down to their underwear. I mean, everybody's sweating bullets. Right. And 
the bus driver told me, he said, Coach, it's going to get cooler. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got to Beckley, it went from like 80 to like 35. Right. So we were freezing. Because we the magnet, when you start the game, it's freezing yes. cold. Yeah, so it, that was a, a crazy trip. And uh, we had to, we barely made it back to the airport in Charlotte in time to, to, to catch our flight home. So that I was going to say the same one, as a matter of fact. And you never know. We hope that this trip is not going to be like that that's right uh, it's always an adventure yeah uh, <laughs> eight hours down and back it's fun for about that first 45 minutes hey man it's good to see you and all yeah. this kind of stuff and you just got to kind of great it gets to be a pride this year you know when it's real fun is when you're coming back with a series win oh, that's when it's really fun then you can let we hope that that happens before we let you go martinez greg pitched uh, last night against ulm think uh um got his second win four innings five k's nobody walked gave up a run you can't mention everybody on the roster, but some guys from last year who you feel have stepped it up, you know, that that, that people are familiar with. Um, maybe you could mention a, a few guys. Uh, I think without a doubt, Corona. We know he's a good player, but he's throwing the ball so well. He came back on a mission. I think Kyle Krigger's a lot better than he was last year because he's fully healthy. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Martinez. Uh, I think Taylor Young, even though we say his name all the time, he's playing a new position. And he's playing it very well. And Logan McLeod, uh, and he, like you said, you can't name everybody, but that guy's moved to third base, and he's playing about as good as he did the Terry Pendleton spin move double play the other day, and uh, offensively doing uh, really well for us. One more, Bryce Wallace. He's, he's set over there uh, on the bench, essentially, spot starting, spot playing here for three years, never complained. And he's getting a shot now. Uh, he's sitting close to 300, and he's defending at a high level. So, that's what you need, guys, to continue to get better as they stay in your program. McConnell has moved to center, which is yep. no no small chore. Uh, left field, Matulia is over there, correct? That's right. And then Steele's in, in, right. in right. And the second baseman? Wade Elliott, yep. Is new a new guy. guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, go to latexsports.com. We've mentioned a bunch of starters, uh, but there's a lot more guys that, of course, have been playing. And you can keep up with everything at LaTexSports.com. Matt, before we let y'all go, uh, is there anything else you want to like say to the fans? Or um, he was going to mention the bad roommate. Oh, let's do talk about that because when you go on the road and everybody wants to make a travel roster. Thank God I made the travel roster until the bus breaks down or you get a really bad room. Yeah, so um, I actually I had a pretty good situation when I came to Tech, but uh, one thing that comes to my mind, one roommate. Uh, was actually my roommate at JUCO, who was also my road roommate uh, when we went on the road, uh, Derek Banger. Uh, I don't think you'll hear this, but I'm going I'm to throw you under the bus. Uh, he was very messy. Where, where uh, would he be right now? Where, what's his name again? Derek Banger. Where's Mr. Banger? He played ball at Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois, and uh, right now he's back home in Lockport, Illinois. Uh, okay. Working. Um, not sure what he does, but I know he is working. Um, He's not in like cell block D or anything like that. No, I, I, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Okay. But yeah, he he, he was a messy guy, smelly guy, and uh, uh, <laughs> it's pretty pretty rough to uh, room with, especially on the road in those hotels, small rooms, and uh, whatnot. So yeah, Derek. Okay, and I assume Derek wasn't hitting five twenty or something like that, so the smell wasn't worth it. Uh uh-uh. uh nope, <laughs> sure wasn't. Lane, you've got a little more tread, you know, gone off the tires. Yeah. Have you have you had a guy every now and then just say, well, I'm not going to be well, able to do this? i got two, and one of this one's going to sound bad. <laughs> As a head coach, you get your own room. That's the way mm-hmm. it now most coaches do. But 
when I was at Northwestern State, we took the team to Notre Dame, and my son Jackson went with me. And everybody's going to say, oh, that's terrible. What a memory we created. We still talk. But he was, little guy. He was five years old at the oh, time, so it's just me and him. And mm. I'm used to being by myself. And when you got a five-year-old with you, and I was up making waffles. And uh, so the whole trip, we ended up winning the series. It was me waiting oh. on Jackson. So, uh, <laughs> But we created some memories. And the other one, I will not mention a name. I was coaching another institution. My roommate, I was an assistant, he got sick. So I had to go stay with our sports information director. And uh, I will not mention his name. He's still in the business, and he's a good one. But he was up working. This is in a conference tournament on the football media guide. And those guys don't sleep. Those guys don't sleep, and they always and they they eat potato chips late in the night, and uh, the lights are on, and always I didn't get any sleep. So uh, he's a great guy. But boy, that was uh, that was a wild two, three or four days. That's why SIDs usually are in rooms by the. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. Last thing, and I apologize because I said that was the last thing. We got a couple of coaches that are gone right now because they're on the road recruiting. But how mm-hmm. explain? It never stops. Never we're stops. in the middle of the – y'all got a little bit of off day. Matt, you know, Matt's over here working on the field a little bit. you got some paperwork to do, and you're going to show some people around the stadium. But talk about the guys who are on the road. Well, Mitch Gaspard's out seeing one of our commitments today. The kid had just committed to us, junior college player. And uh, Coach Fouts, is, uh, he just left a little while ago, and he's going to see one of our committed high school arms and then go see a bullpen from uh, another kid we're a junior college kid we're, we're committing so it's and they'll meet us in San Antonio but that's the nature of the business that like you said it never stops and always got your phone with you hey we're on vacation with our families and you're talking to recruits and it is what it is when you say 24-7 365 it, it really is it, it never ends it's all worth it and again fans are such a big part of it so the Bulldogs will be back here next weekend you can listen to them on the radio this weekend they open up conference at home the home part of it will be March 25th, 6th, and 7th against FIU. Matt, any, what's that guy's name again? Derek Banger. <laughs> Derek Banger, B-A-N-G-E-R. <laughs> any closing words before we go? We appreciate y'all, you guys, and uh, looking forward to seeing you guys back at the shack in a week. Okay. For Derek Banger, wherever you are, talk to you later. Bye, dogs. See ya. You've been listening to Talking Tech with Teddy. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.